understand you know sometimes you don't understand but you one thing you do know for sure is the word of the lord and that's what we're holding on to we're holding on to the word of the lord in spite of whatever you might think you're dealing with whatever you might be dealing with we're not minimizing you know anyone's situation but whatever it is that you're dealing with whatever it is that that comes against you uh, you don't understand, you don't have to understand, but uh, just don't give up on God. Uh, you know his word, stand on his word, stand on God's word. You know, thank you for joining us on this 26th day of July. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live on a Sunday morning. Amen. From Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we're inside the pages and I'm excited about the Lord this morning. You know, there are some things I just don't understand and I do pray and say, Lord, I don't, I don't get this. And so I just want to be transparent. I believe the gospel is transparent. As we read through the scriptures of the Lord, there's nothing hidden about men 
and their characteristics, what they did right, what they did wrong, you know, uh, whether they repented of what they were doing or if they died in their sins. They died in the mess that they got involved in. And so we're inside the pages and we're transparent as well. My hope is that you are seeking the Lord. And I believe you are, else you wouldn't be tuning in. Uh, those that are tuned in right now, those that will be listening later, uh, God bless you. You know, the word of the Lord is uh, through this ministry, it's reaching into two continents and, you know, seven. I was looking at seven different places where the Lord is blessing and, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm praying for everyone, you know, that as the word of God goes out, we all must uh, live according to the word of God. We all must apply it to our lives. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. And Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Thursday, the Acts of the Holy Ghost uh, is evening, uh, 9 p.m. You know, this is specific standard time. And just pouring um, myself out and because God uh, has poured himself out for us. And all that the Lord has done, you know, uh, I believe it was the psalmist said, What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits unto me? You know, I think that's a very important thought that we all should have. What am I rendering unto the Lord? He said, I'm going to take the cup of salvation. And so, uh, and I'm going to drink from it. But we believe the Bible, the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful, bold, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. If you miss any of the messages, Please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on Demand. And, and so, uh, you know, you can catch up on, on messages that you haven't heard and stay in tune with the messages that. And if you're, if you're blessed, bless someone else. Send them to the link. Have them to go and have them to tune in. During this time of, of pandemic this, that the globe is experiencing that, you know, was pronounced, you know, many the Lord spoke about. Uh, this type of situations uh, prior to his return. And so it's not something that has caught uh, the Bible believer off guard. It's in his word. And so uh, 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 it's recorded even in the messages that in January that uh, the church was told, I informed the church that we were heading to something major and not to place your confidence uh, anywhere but God. Our confidence should not be in any other place but in God, not in man, uh, not in your job or anything, you know, because those things, as you have seen through this pandemic, will fold, uh, you know, uh, and they could have the best intentions, but they are limited. I'm limited, you know, uh, and so I, I go to God and we all should go to the Lord just like they did on the day of Pentecost. He told them to go to the upper room and stay there till you have some power. You need some power to deal with the things that you are, that you will come face to face with. Remember, this is only the tip of the iceberg. And, you know, that we see the tip of the iceberg, but there's so much underneath the water that we're not. And so therefore you need to be fasting and praying as well. Uh, we started fasting and praying in January and uh, those that are faithful, those that are obedient are still fasting and praying. And so uh, with that being said, I, I, uh, I feel a press in my soul to teach on being rapture ready. And so we started this a couple of weeks ago and so many have forgotten that you, uh, that you are saved to be saved. Now you're saved to be saved in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye. Now I know that's referring to first uh, 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 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, but you need to understand something that when you lay down at night, uh, it can happen for you as an individual, uh, uh, many, no matter the age, uh, in that moment that you lay down and in the twinkling of an eye, uh, you're out of here and you're standing before the Lord. Second Peter 3, uh, 10 through 13 says, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then, seeing then that all these things, being mindful that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of 
person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness. Since we know that the Lord is in them, that things are going to change in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye, how should we be conducting ourselves? What should we be doing uh, with ourselves, you know, while we're at work, while we're at school, when we're at work, rest or play, whatever we're doing? And so I want to keep the focus on being rapture ready, not going into the tribulation period or any of that, uh, but just want to talk about being ready. You need to be ready. Uh, don't it, it, we can get into those other areas later, but first and foremost, you need to be focused on being ready. You need to keep your focus on being ready, uh, being rapture ready. You can do this. As I said, while you're at work, you can be rapture ready while you're at rest play, you know, and, and you need to pay attention to that because the Lord uh, said that two shall be in the field. One is going to be taken. Uh, two will be uh, in the bed, sleep, and one is going to be taken. And, and so uh, somebody's going to be traveling and, and there's going to be a couple of them and, and somebody's going to be taken and someone's going to be left unless everybody in the vehicle is saved. And, and so you want to be uh, one of those that are saved. And so Zephaniah uh, 1 and 14 says, the great day of the Lord is near. It is near and it hastened greatly, even the voice of the Lord, even the voice of the day of the Lord. Joel 2 and 1 says, blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in the holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord coming, for it is nigh at hand. Now, Enoch and uh, Noah and Enoch and Daniel had good fellowship with God. And, and so uh, you need to have good fellowship with the Lord as well. And that good fellowship uh, blessed them. God blessed them and shared a secret with them. And, and so uh, if you want to know the secret that was shared, it's in the scripture. And, and God spoke to them concerning his return and the impact that is going to have upon humanity upon those that are saved and those that are not saved and so we are compassed about with a great cloud of witness uh, daniel uh, enoch uh, our parents mothers fathers those that preceded us uh, in death uh, and the bible tell us to lay aside uh, lay aside mm -hmm, uh, every weight and sin that doeth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And so it's important for us, if you're going to be rapture ready, you're going to have to lay some stuff down. You're going to have to stop doing some stuff. Uh, some things are weighty. And, and you know, if you're, if you're running a race, you got to shed off uh, some of the things. If you're going to, if you're going to re, uh, reach a certain uh, speed, you know, you're looking to, to strive, you're going to have to lay off some things. You can't wear tight fitting jeans and, and try to run a good race. Neither can you wear some loose fitting ones. And so uh, you have to lay some things off. And certainly sin is a weight. And so it says lay aside every weight and sin, which do it so easily beset us. And so with that being said, I want to direct your attention over to the book of Ephesians, the first chapter, uh, verse 10 through 14. And that's where we're going to take our subject from this morning. Uh, and I just pray uh, that you will be blessed by what you hear, strengthened and fortified uh, by the word of God. And so the Bible tells us in Ephesians, the first chapter, it says that in the dispensation of the fullness of time. And so uh, uh, in the dispensation, in the fullness of time, uh, that uh, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven in which are in earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom also uh, trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that ye believe ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchase 
possession unto the praise of his glory. And Romans 8 and 9 says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And so uh, I want to take a subject matter this morning from the text that have been read, and that is to be rapture ready. You must get your passport stamped. You must get your passport stamped. Um, and so uh, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your word. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for those that are listening, those that will hear later. We just pray and ask, Lord God, that you will bless your word to, uh, Lord, to strengthen and fortify uh, each individual, Lord God, Lord Jesus, and that you would have your way, Lord God, and speak to our hearts, Lord God, and bless us to hear, uh, not only to hear, but uh, apply your word to our lives, Lord, that we will hear your voice say, well done, in Jesus' name, amen. Lord, if there's any sick among us, those that are that are listening that are not feeling well, ask that you would touch them in their body. Lord God, whether it's mental, emotional, we pray against spirits of sickness right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we pray, Lord, where there's discouragement, that hearts will be encouraged. Lord Jesus, those that are dealing with bereavement, that you would bless them. And those that are present with them to be... Uh, Lord God, a, a source of encouragement to say the right things, Lord God, or to just be a good listener in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless your name, Jesus. Uh, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the word of God. It says that in the dispensation of the fullness of time. Now, that is to say uh, the, the world order or administration of heaven and earth are when it comes under complete, the complete government of God. Uh, and you've seen this in the scripture uh, as Melchizedek was both priest and king of Salem. And it's often said in the U.S. and I don't know about other places that church and state should be separated, but that's not God's plan. And so uh, Melchizedek was the king and he was priest of Salem. He was the governing authority and the connection between God and man. And so uh, we know that the day is going to come. Uh, soon, and when we talk about being uh, rapture ready, that is uh, to to be in the presence of God and to know that that his that He is going to reign the fullness of time, uh, that He is going to reign in both heaven and earth. There's not going to be Democrat, Republican, independent parties, or none of that is going to exist. That He might gather together in all uh, things Christ both which are in heaven and which are in earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of your inheritance, of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession unto, unto the praise and his glory. And I say that, that you must, you must, you must, you must, this is capital M-U-S-T, you must get your passport stamp. Now, passport is used to verify one's country, uh, one's country of citizenship. And so it's used to regain entry into the country of the citizenship. Uh, passport includes your photo, your name, your, your birth date, gender, and physical characteristics. Now, uh, this raises a, a very serious concern. And, and so I'm not going to spend a lot of time here, but it raises a very serious concern because God's record shows some that was born male and others female. So now there's a conflict with the name uh, that they were born with and, the, and their characteristics, their physical characteristics. And, and, and so, but yet they claim that they're going to be citizens of heaven. 
And so now there is a conflict because the name has changed. There's a conflict because there's a new date. There's a conflict because the gender and the physical characteristics have been changed. And so uh, the Lord said, all souls are mine. And so the soul that sinneth, it shall die. But also the soul that lives according to his word is going to live. And so it's not one sided, but we have to understand that God has a record and he has a record of what that soul is. And, and so this going, it raises some concerns of what God's record says and what the record of others might say. Some passports have expired and need to be renewed before entry can be made or it will be revoked. And so uh, to do this, you must go to a local passport acceptance facility. You must go to a, a place to have your uh, passport renewed. Uh, for those that have your regular, your natural passports, uh, you don't want to allow that to expire uh, because it takes time to get it back. And so uh, you don't want to just allow that to lapse and you know forget about it because you've been sidetracked with, with so many other things, but renew it and that's your natural passport. But what about your spiritual passport to seal the thing that, that seals you until the day of redemption? Uh, have you allowed your 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 spiritual passport to expire? The thing is going to that shows that you are a citizen, that you are uh, that you are of the kingdom of God. Uh, has that expired? You know, I remember going into the airport. I was over in Hong Kong and uh, Lord bless was able to be a witness there and attend service there. And when I went back to the airport, I couldn't remember what I did with my ticket or anything. And I was scrambling to, to make sure that I had, you know, I had my passport, I had my ID, you know, and I, I had to bring up on my phone the image of certain things in order for them to even allow me to enter into the building. Because at that time, this was about uh, the end of uh, December going into January, they were shutting things down. And uh, that was when I found out uh, that there was something that was going on major, uh, even over there that they had not identified yet. And so uh, would have been trapped over there if I didn't have the right credentials. And if you don't have the right credentials, you are not rapture ready. You're not going to make it. Uh, listen, uh, man can refuse can refuse your request for uh, for a passport. You know, I was reading uh, not too. I was just reading how uh, they uh, passports. Right now, it's going to it's very difficult to get. You're not going to expedite that. But man can refuse uh, your request. But God said, come now and let us reason together, says the Lord, that your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, uh, they shall be as wool. Uh, you have the right to go to the, you need to go to the right place and you need to speak to the right person. You need to go to a place of truth and power that the, the, the Bible says here that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that he may know that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power, God's power toward us who believe. Now, if you believe in God, you believe the word of God. Now, I, I want to take this to another place because because so many we're just so nonchalant uh, about the word of God these days. We're just so nonchalant about the power of God. We'll say, yes, I believe the power in God can be displayed, but we don't allow it. We truly don't believe and look for the presence and the moving uh, of God's power in the midst of us in our situation. Uh, the Bible said, what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty he emphasizes this again. He says great uh, greatness of his power. And then he comes back and says the working of his mighty power, which he have wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his right hand in heavenly places far above all principalities and power and might and dominions and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also 
and that which is to come. So here it is again. We're looking for the power in the presence of God to be at work with us here, to be at work on our behalf uh, outside of the element in which we live, as well as the return, the coming, the world that is to come that we are citizens, that we look to be citizens in. The seal, the seal, the stamp. Your passport must be stamped. The passport stamps are created to help track a person's movement. And so we're pilgrims passing through here. This is not uh, this is this has got a lot of folks messed up because uh, because God has given us. Yes, he's given us dominion over over the works of his hand. And he's told us that we can be blessed and we could we could have, uh, you know, when we do things the right way, we can we can have the things that we would love to have and enjoy, you know, and, and so uh, the the. The problem is that we forget that we're pilgrims passing through. We are on a journey. Everybody that is here is journeying. We're on a temporary assignment. And so you're, you come and you go. And the question is, when you leave, where are you going? Now, in order to get into the kingdom of God, you must be identified. You must have the stamp. You must have the seal. We've been in the book of Ezekiel. My God, bless you, Lord. We've been in the book of Ezekiel and the Lord was dealing with Israel and their disobedience. And he told he sent his secretary. Now, I like referring to the to the to the servant that he sent as his secretary. There's nothing wrong with that position. Listen, uh, he said he said, listen, take the marker and sent them. And I'm paraphrasing it. But he said, go and mark certain people. Go and mark them. And those that were going to chastise, he said, now, when you see the mark, don't touch them. When you see the mark, when you see the stamp that has been placed upon them, do not touch them. We see this back in the book of Genesis, where the Lord said, put the blood on the doorpost. And, and, and so uh, and then and gave them instructions. Listen, mm. God has given instructions and we miss we miss this so much because uh, people uh, people are going to church wanting to hear a good message. I want to hear something that's very inspirational, something that drives me and motivates me. But does it drive you and motivate you into the area of salvation? Does it say, hey, I need to repent of the wrong that I've done? Do I? It doesn't say that that I. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Mm. I need to get things straight with my brother, my sister, my my husband, my wife, my children. You know, does it motivate? Does it drive you into that area? Does it drive you in the area of concern that I must be right with God? Blessings that we see or we obtain are is not an indication that we are right with God. That that just means that we did something right and we're recipients. We're being we're recipients of that that is right. It could be the only reward that you receive because your your passport is not stamped, but yet you can still benefit while you're in that country. So if my passport is not stamped and it's not valid, and I'm stuck over in China, I can still work in China if they allow me. I can still buy a vehicle go in China if they I can still have a place to rent I can still have food to eat while I'm there bless your Lord God but when it comes time to go back to the place in which I was born there's an issue there's an issue there so the seal the passport the stamp was created to help track a person's movement each country has their own unique stamp, uh, you know, uh, uh, showing uh, that, that there's uh, the country's name, a, a space for the date, the arrival and the signature of the security officer. When the passport is not stamped, you're forbidden. You want your passport to be stamped. The Bible tells us in Hebrews, the, the 11th chapter, it says, by faith, Noah, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for uh, for before his translation. Listen, before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. In other words, his passport had been stamped. Uh, Hebrews 11, uh, 7 says, by faith, Noah being warned of God 
of things not seen as yet. Now, listen here. Here, Pastor Carl is talking about the being rapture ready, talking about the fact that God can show up anytime he wants to uh, like a thief in the night. And no one has ever seen this before. No one has not experienced this before. But yet we're talking about those things that we have not seen yet and moving with fear. Bless you, Lord God. Moving with fear. The Bible said that Noah being warned of God, seeing, not seeing those things, not seeing yet move with fear. Prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. In other words, his passport had been stamped. Bless you, Lord God. Why? Because he moved. He heard the word of God. We're hearing the word of God. We're seeing the word of God. We know that the word of God is true. But are we moving with fear in the direction in which God has called us to move? Or are we just acting very casual? Oh, I heard that before. Yes, you have heard it before. And you also was, came out the womb being carried, learn how to crawl, learn how to walk, learn how to run, have matured a little, have, have physically changed a little, but you also see that you're getting older, which means you have come into time and you're eventually going to step out of time into eternity. Whether it is via rapture, the collective, where the dead in Christ rise first and then we which are alive are caught up in the air together to meet him, or... God calls you out as an individual. Will you be ready? Is your passport stamped? Can you make the journey? Will you transition? Job 19, 25 and 27 says, for I know that my redeemer liveth. Now I got excited and I'm still excited about this uh, because Job said, I know my redeemer live and that he shall stand in the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh, I may be dead in the grave, but after, but yet in my flesh, I'm going to see God, whom I shall see for myself. My eyes shall behold him and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. I'm going to see God. I might be dead, stinking in my grave, uh, but something is going. I'm going to see God with my for myself with my very own eye. This is his declaration. This is his testimony. Job had a relationship with God. Job lost his children. He lost income, and he was criticized by his friends. And all of this, the Bible said, Job did not sin with his lips. How many of us have gone through things and we just begin to complain and 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 sin? Yes, uh -huh. we begin sinning with our lips. We begin saying things that we should not be saying. Now, most of the time, many, many of the situations that we deal with is something of our own device because we chose to do what was wrong. We chose to slip, dip and, and, and carry on. And, and so we find that those things caught up with us. And then we won because people talked about uh, what we did. We became a gossip, uh, you know, uh, whether it's in the church, whether it's on the job or, you know, we gave people something to talk about. And then we want to say, well, they came again. No, it wouldn't have never happened if you wouldn't have started the chain of events. Did we sin with our lips? Job refused to let his passport expire. Sin will cause you to lose focus and miss out on the refreshing God sins. Job declared the mortal will put on immortality. In other words, he knew that his passport had been stamped. How about you? Have you lost focus because of the job? Oh, I have to be at work. I can't be at church. I have to be at work. No, I can't listen to the service. I have to be at work. Uh, Maybe it's a relationship. You know, I'm in a relationship now. And so, God, God, I'll check you later when I'm not in that relationship, when I'm not talking to him or her. I'll check you later. But right now, I'm all about them. 
you know, or maybe the relationship didn't go as planned. You took a ride on that slippery slope. You were warned. You know that allergy is slippery. Don't get on that slippery slope because you're going to slip and you're going to fall. You're going to slide into something that you shouldn't be in and you're going to need to be rescued out of it. Now, your passport is about to expire because you got too involved with the job. It became your God. The relationship became your God. You slid down that slippery slope away from God. And now the passport is about to expire. During this pandemic, there is uh, there. They, they said they posted and said that we're not expediting any passport renewals. But I want you to understand something today. I know somebody that specializes in renewing passports. I know somebody that specializes in getting you out of this foreign country because we're pilgrims passing through getting you out of this foreign country and into back home into the place where you need to be and where you should be. He has the power to get the job done. And guess what? His business card says, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? My God, bless your name, Jesus. He said his business card, when he, his card says, behold, I'm the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? All you have to do is fill in the right forms and submit it. Listen, the form says, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. When the time of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord and ye shall when he sent Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. Whom the heavens must receive until the time of restitution of all things. In other words, uh, the, the, the disciples, they asked him, they said, Lord, when it, when he had spent 40 days with them uh, before the ascension, he said, uh, they said, Lord, are you going to establish your kingdom right now? And he, he was like, go back to Jerusalem and wait till you get power. In other words, <laughs> that's not it's not time to even talk about that. You need to first follow the instructions that's given to you. Listen, church, you need to follow the instructions that are given to you and not be so much concern with other things. Follow the instructions. The preaching of the gospel is to give us examples and to give us instructions so that we can be ready. He said, go back to Jerusalem. Wait until you endure with power. But now here we are. Peter got the message. Peter understood. And so after, on the, after the day of Pentecost, after receiving the promise of the Lord, he's up ministering and talking to, to, the, to the religious leaders of that day and time. And he said, listen, he said, you got to repent and you got to be converted. Have your sins blotted out. This, that's the true blessing. There is no greater blessing than to have your sins removed. And he goes on to tell him, he said, when the time of restitution of all things. When when they're in other words, the kingdom will be fully established. That's the that's the time of rest. The kingdom will be and it will be fully established. However, if you have not submitted the right forms, if you have not repented and you have not been converted, you will not be able to enter in. Now, there, mm, if the Lord say the same, we'll touch on that about how there will be those that are that are have expectations of entering in the kingdom when they see it. Listen. Which God has spoken, the Bible said, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. So this is not a new message. This message has been going on since the world began. The Apostle Paul wanted the church to know that just like I want you to know today that there is more to life and you need to benefit from those things. I'm not talking about the benefit of a vehicle. Uh, anybody can get a car. I'm not talking about the benefit of having a job. Anybody can get a job uh, going to school. All you have to do is apply yourself into those areas of concern. Paul said, uh, why hope for why hope for the things that you see? If you see it, there's a way to get it. And so he wanted them to know that, that they could be renewed uh, by the renewing of their mind. And that they would put on the new man. God is concerned that we uh, that our minds are renewed and that we put on the new man that walking around with our old thinking and the way that we used to do things. But that we put on the new man that is created in God in righteousness and true holiness. 
He said, put away lying and uh, to speak every man the truth to his neighbor. When we meet somebody, a stranger, uh, that's our neighbor. And we ought to have a good word for them. Uh, Sometimes uh, you can bless them just by saying God bless you, just by giving somebody a smile, uh, just by speaking some encouraging words to them, whether they respond or not. Do your job, for we are members one of another. He said, be ye angry and sin not, and don't let the sun go down on your wrath. In other words, get it straight. Have some communication. Uh, stop. Uh, think about it. Step back for a moment. Don't let your emotions take over and then go back and say, can we talk about this? And if they say yes, then have a discussion. Get some clarity. When we have conversation, don't cut the other person off. Let them get their thought out. He said, neither give place to the devil. Too many of us are giving place to the devil. The devil comes in all forms. The Bible said he can transform himself into an angel of light. So can demons. They can transform transform themselves into an angel of light. But listen, the Bible says, do not give place to the devil. Uh, I believe it's James, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I believe it's James that says, try the spirit by the word of God. So if it doesn't line up with the word of God, you need to get away from it. He said, those that steal, steal no more, but work, go to work, get a job, and work with your hands, and uh, so you have some good things, and not only good things for yourself, but when you see somebody else in need. He said, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the edify. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, the ministers should be edifying. Those that are in the body of Christ should be edifying. Those that are in the pews should be edifying one another. We're not busybody and other people matters, but we're edifying one another. We're helping one another. I'm going to help you get out of here. You're going to help me get out of here. I'm going to sharpen you and you're going to sharpen me. But we're going to war against the enemy. When he come up against one of us, when he come up against all of us, we're going to touch and agree and, and go before God in prayer. That's what they did in the Bible when they had a situation, when the enemy showed up and tried to come against them, they went back and reported to the brethren that, that the enemy is trying to act up and trying to oppress us, trying to stop us from preaching the word. And we're going to pray to God for more boldness. And God gave them boldness and gave them power and demonstrated himself in the presence of others. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but let that which is good to be to the edified and to minister grace unto the hear. And grieve not, listen, grieve not the Holy Spirit. Don't offend God. Too many are offending God. Uh, in the name of, of I'm doing it my way, in the name of, of disbelief, in the name of, of, well, that's what you say. Well, no, what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? Grieve not. Don't offend the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are what? Sealed until the day of redemption. Now, if you grieve God, you, that you'll revoke something. You'll cause something to happen. But don't grieve the spirit of God that seals us unto the day of redemption. He said, let all bitterness and, and, and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from us and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, forgiving one another. Now, when you forgive somebody, you don't walk around talking about the situation over and over again. Even as God has forgiven you. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts to be deal with some things. But listen, listen, God forgave us and God forgave us. We ought to forgive others. We ought to forgive others. We ought to forgive others. Now, I'm not saying that something happens instantly. You may not want to be in the presence of that person because it made you feel so bad. But over time, time, you need to allow healing in your own life and the life of that individual. You don't know if they was bewitched. We talk about bewitching on Thursday night. You don't know if they was bewitched, if they was charmed, if they had a spell cast upon them. You don't know that. You don't know what caused the situation. You don't know. But whatever it is, huh, bless your name, Jesus. Whatever it was, you would want the same consideration you would want the mercy of God in those that you know. 
Inspirational messages are good. Intellectual awareness of God is good too. School, entrepreneurship, goals accomplished. But what about your soul salvation? Did you get your passport stamp? In closing, the Bible tells us in Revelation, and we're talking about the church of Ephesus. And so in Revelation, unto the angel of the church, of Ephesus write these things said he that behold the seven stars that holdeth the seven stars in his hand who worketh who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks bless your name Jesus hallelujah thank you Lord I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience how thou can, cannot bear them which are evil and thou hast tried them, which say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars, and has borne and has patience. Uh, for my name's sake, has thou labored and have not fainted? You haven't fainted. Listen to this. I need you to really grasp this. What the Lord is telling them: You've had patience, and for my name's sake, you've labored and you've not fainted. Nonetheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. What does that mean? You're, they're laboring for you. They haven't fainted. They they try those that say they're apostles and, 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 and expose their deceit. But you're telling them that you left your first love. Your heart. Is your heart fully into God? Are you about this life? Or are you about a reputation? Are you about just so that People can say you're good. What is God saying? We can say, yes, our passport has been stamped and we are all right. But what is God saying? Are you allowing your passport to inspire someone? Uh, someone. Uh, hmm. Listen. Your initial love was to be with the Lord. Passport stamp. My, I love you, Lord. When was the last time you said, Lord, I love you? And you poured your heart into that uh, it was an intimate conversation with the Lord. Because the Lord has been patient for others. The work is the priority. Our friends become priority. Work become priority. Our friends become priority. You know, the secret friends, you know. Why? How is it you have friends? Friends, I'm quote, air quotes. And your pastor never meet them. Never. Mm. Things have become more important, which means you have left your first love. We can even get so caught up in being uh, auxiliary driven uh, church, you know, that we always have functions, but we have left the love of being a witness and and to win souls that all it becomes is a business in the name of church. You know, we haven't book sales, we haven't cakewalks, we haven't ramen sales, we haven't barbecues and all of that. You know, the clubs do that. But what about the soul? What about the soul? He says, remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works. Else I will come thee quickly and remove thy candlesticks out of his place except thou repent. In other words, your passport is going to be revoked. But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of Nicolone, which also I hate. We have something in common. We have something we can work with here. He that have an ear, listen, you that are listening. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Let him that overcoming know that I'm going to give you to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise. If you haven't got your passport stamp, if it's been, if it has expired, I want to encourage you this morning to, to come to the altar. The altar, you know, we're on our shut-in, but listen, the altar could be in your closet. You, you go someplace and you repent of where you are and get it right with God. You go back and return to your first love and let God handle the rest of everything else. 
Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We just pray and ask that you would bless, Lord God, so that we are found loving you the way you want to be loved. Lord God, in every relationship, there are, there are rules, commitments, sacrifices, and you understand and know this. And we just pray that we meet what you want us to do, how you want to be loved. We will obey. We will follow your word in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Carl Henderson with Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. When the, if the Lord tarry and as the ban is lifted, we look forward to seeing you. Amen. Until then, be blessed. Be back again on Tuesday night with the word of God. Let's get inside the pages. Let's see God's face. Amen. <laughs>